Hi, I'm Nancy Dufresne. Welcome to our podcast channel. We know you'll be blessed by today's message. Praise Him. Let's lift your hands and thank the Lord today. Father, thank you, thank you, thank you. How good you are to us. We receive that which you have for us today. We open our hearts. We pray like the psalmist prayed, open my eyes that I might behold wondrous truths out of your law. And we thank you that it's so. If you can shout amen, would you do it? Amen. Amen. You can be seated. Good morning to you, everybody. Welcome to the morning edition of the Dufresne Ministries Miracle Crusades. I call it Miracles in the Morning. And... uh, Listen, the, uh, when we speak of the miraculous, you're talking about a flow. Yes. You're talking about all that God does. It's, it's supernatural. It can, it's miraculous in nature. And so you can receive any time. Yes. Yes. I said any time. And you know, you didn't come here not to get your help. You didn't come here not to get your answers. And you don't have to talk God into delivering to you what he needs. That's his plan. Yes. That's his plan. So why don't you say this with me? I'll get all I came for. Amen. What an honor to be here, y'all. I mean, uh, if I wasn't ministering, it would be just one of the greatest honors to even be in these meetings. How many think last night was some of the best things you've ever heard in your entire life? Amen. And uh, we're good. As one minister I know uh, says, you need a daily dose of dominion. And uh, we, we got our daily dose last night. Praise God. And we're privileged to minister to you this morning on the subject of prayer. And uh, especially fun to get to do that here. You know, in my opinion, this church has right here one of the best teachers on the subject of prayer that I know. And her husband, Pastor Michael, can also teach (laughs) on the subject of prayer. So. You know, you did set me up. You pointed to her when I said that. So just so you know, not everything that happens on the front row is always in the spirit or, or the right spirit, but we'll get everyone straightened out, won't we? Myself included. Praise God. Hallelujah. With, let's, I want to do this just because I'm, I'm stirred right at the moment to do it. I want us to praise God and give thanks to him in faith for what we're receiving this week. So, yeah, 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 ha, thank you, 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 we, yeah, we praise you, we worship you, we bless you, bless you, bless you, bless you, bless you, machera kofe, ha, ha, bless in don renanzi etolozi, yeah, chigrod, chigrod, chigrona, andales, ladales, Yes, 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 shift, shift, shifting, shifting, shifting gears, shifting to, oh, yes, 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 yes. Now, 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 I see, ha, I see, ah, the, the, the acceleration of the plan of God. I see ha, the expansion of the things of God, and we're not looking toward it, but we're walking in it. Ah, yeah, Pabrico say, Candrico Lassica Dodo Naganzanda Nasada, 
and steps will be taken even here. Steps will be taken even here in these meetings that will cause the acceleration <clears throat> to thrust forward, to move ahead. Ha! Yeah, yeah. Oh, my, my, my. And the exponential growth, the exponential expansion will be, you didn't think it was going to go like that. You didn't think it was going to move that quickly. Ha, ha, ha. But that's the nature of multiplication when the supernatural is included. Ha. Este growth. Yeah. Yeah. So we, re we receive it. Ha ha, we receive it. We receive it. We thank you for it. We take our place. We walk in the light. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory, glory, glory. Hallelujah. Well, try it again. You can be seated. Didn't necessarily expect that, but I'll take it. How about you, huh? I'll take it. Um, you know, right along those lines, can I have you turn to a scripture this morning? In Second Thessalonians, the third chapter, please. Thank you, Father. Now, as you're turning, I'll remind you, um, you no, none of us came here just to occupy the seat. Yeah. Yeah. But as we heard last night, you know, your response affects the service. Yeah. And your engagement, yeah. rather than just your attendance, yes. is, is an important thing. Yeah. And it's important not just for the service, it's important for your own life. Yeah. Amen. You're, you're receiving in so many ways is affected by, uh, you know, how you come. Sure. Yes, Amen. Right. Yes, right. And I know many of you know that, but a reminder never hurt anybody, nope. right? And you know, my goal here is not to preach something you've never heard necessarily, but uh, it, I try to keep it as simple and basic as possible, yes. if for nobody else's sake for mine. Um, <clears throat> I want to read in this third chapter of Second Thessalonians, the first verse, and it says, Paul says this, finally, brethren. And don't you like that Paul says finally and then goes on for another chapter? Yes. So there's hope for all of us that preach. <laughs> In closing, here's another 15 things we want to say. But he says, finally, brethren, pray for us. And notice what he asks prayer for. That the word of the Lord may have free course. And be glorified, even as it is with you. So he says, pray for us that the word of the Lord may have free course. Free course. Um, I, I was meditating on this verse. And can I read this to you in the message translation? Or paraphrase, whatever the message is. Can I read that to you? Uh, you might not have it, but you're going you're gonna to like it. I'll read it a couple times. Paul says, one more thing, friends. Pray for us. And he says this, pray that the master's word will simply take off and race through the country to a groundswell of response. That's not too bad, is it? 
pray that the master's word will simply take off and race through the country. And uh, you know, there's more than one country. So we can say race through the countries. Take off and race. Um, All of us are, are old enough here to remember just two years ago when uh, everything that we thought was normal and that we knew changed because of something called a virus. And viruses, the reason they call, uh, well, the reason on the internet when something uh, goes around, what do they call it? Say when viral, the reason they, well, a virus is a rapidly spreading organism. That's, that's what makes it a virus is that it, it will spread rapidly, it will multiply, it will go viral. <laughs> and the virus that uh, our country experienced was particularly of concern because, you know, some viruses, uh, well, if you're old enough to remember, uh, man, back in the 1980s, when, that, when the HIV virus yeah. came about, man, it was, uh, I mean, people were freaking out about that, but really that was only transmitted certain ways. Uh, You couldn't get it from shaking somebody's hand. You couldn't get it from getting within six feet. But uh, the the virus that we had uh, a couple years ago, the the corona that they called it, well, that was particularly concerning because it could transmit through the air, an airborne virus. So you didn't have to uh, you didn't have to be intimate with somebody. You didn't have to have physical contact. You could just get within a couple feet of them. And if they happen to sneeze or whatever, then, then that could get on you. Well, if a, how many know that if uh, something of the devil can spread rapidly? Because you know God's not the creator of the corona or the... Uh, the different influences that they've had. God didn't create, create any of those. Those are all perversions of his creation. And they're put into motion to where they can rapidly spread. Now, it didn't look like uh, when, when we first heard about that virus, it was over in Asia. And we, it did not seem to any of us that it was going to come here. And, and the experts started to tell us, didn't they? They started to tell us that this thing, if this comes to America, it's going to just, it's going to spread really rapidly and people are going to die. And, uh, you know, and I think maybe some, some believed it, but I know some, especially in the body of Christ, you know, Christians make me chuckle sometimes. Some say, well, I don't know anybody that's gotten sick from that, so it doesn't exist. For those who ought to be the experts at not walking by sight, we sure do it a lot. You know, we, <laughs> we sure get stuck in the sight realm. Well, I've never seen it, therefore it doesn't exist. Well, well anyhow, how many know it did come here? And, and I know some may, may still believe it didn't, but it did. It did come here and, and it traveled rapidly. Well, if something that the enemy, because God's, God's not the one who steals. God's not the one who kills. God's not the one who takes your loved one. No, 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 no. If something of the enemy can spread that quickly. And you know, it went from, from zero to 30 to 60, like in no time, really. And all of a sudden, you know, this state has this many cases and, and people are scrambling. 
Whether you agreed with it, whether you didn't, I'm not, I'm not being political on it. I'm just saying people were scrambling. What can we do to, and this phrase came out, what can we do to stop the spread? Yeah. And they did things they probably should have done. They did things they probably didn't need to do. But, you know, how would you have done if you were in that situation? Probably not too much better. But anyhow, anyhow, stop the spread. That became our, our, our thing. Do whatever we can to stop the spread. Well, how many to know with the things of God? We're not trying to stop the spread. We're trying to supercharge the spread. But if something, like I said, from the enemy can spread that rapidly, how many know that the word of the Lord can go viral? And the Bible talks about it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Just taking off Mm -hmm. and racing through the country, taking off and speeding, speeding speeding along. Now, here's one thought. Like I said, the the virus, the, the pandemic we dealt with, That was transmitted through the air. Mm -hmm. You know, the things of God can be transmitted over the air. Yeah, they can. And that's one of the ways things can spread. And aren't we thankful that some of that uh, Pastor Nancy, of course, is breaking into some of that over the air or the Internet or the why or what it is. The point is. Uh, it can spread in ways that you didn't even, uh, you know, I can't see physically the air. But things can spread in ways that, that the physical eye can't even see and you can't even comprehend. Amen. If smarter people than me have figured out how to do it. Amen. But there's so much more spread to happen. And you think about how in times past, in centuries past, there was a spread of the things of God at certain times. That was really unreal. And um, really my favorite one to talk about is, is what we call the Azusa outpouring that happened in the early 1900s because there was no television. And there was no internet. And there was no social media to help the spread. Right. And there were, I don't know, probably in most people's houses, I don't, forgive me for not knowing when uh, Ma Bell brought <laughs> the telephone in. There probably wasn't, you could, you, know, you probably couldn't just call everywhere. And without any of those blessings that we have today, the fire of God that fell in that, in that feed barn, the power that was there just circled the globe Boom, 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 and just spread, 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 spread rapidly. It went viral. It went viral. And out of, out of that little feed barn, we got the Assemblies of God denomination. We got the Church of God denomination. We got, I, I mean, there's no telling how many were thrust into ministry because of something that spread and you understand that was a supernatural spread for things to go that far when all you had was print media and not just the hearing of it but the experience of it and they might be hearing about people are speaking in what and then they start doing it 
see, that's supernatural. So yeah. what that means is there has to be power along with whatever natural means right. we use, right? right? Amen. And so, you know, if, if, if you're uh, blessed to spread the gospel through some kind of media outlet, television or whatever, you can, do, uh, you can do with excellence the best you can. You know, you can put the best product out there, as we sometimes say. But we're not just relying on that. I said, we're not just relying on that. Listen, the body of Christ is not unified in its believing. When I say the body of Christ, I'm talking about the entire body. Very few, and I mean precious few, believe like you. In fact, most of the body of Christ, if they found out what you believe, they would do an intervention to try to, I'm, I'm serious as can be, they would do everything they could do to try to not get you to believe what you believe. Most of the body of Christ believes that you are hopelessly enslaved in a cult. But how many are enjoying the cult that you're in? Amen. Amen. Me too. <laughs> Me too. But, but the fact is, it's not. It's not a cult. It's not a cult. It, it, it is, there is a message and there is a move. There, there is the word and there is the spirit. It's always been God's plan. And when you get the word and the spirit together, it's like fuel and fire. Amen. And you put that together things spread. And so there, there, is a, uh, there is a degree of spread that where we are right now in the body of Christ, where things need to expand and things need to explode and things, voices need to come up uh, to prominence. And that is going to require the cooperation of the body of Christ in prayer. If it if it was required in Paul's day, without any, uh, without any of, I mean, you know, their, their news, their daily newspaper, I don't know if they were still engraving things in stone. No, they weren't, but they had parchments, you know what I mean? But it was even a bigger deal that they couldn't just push print, you know what I mean? To circulate it like we do. It was a big deal to spread. And if Paul said we needed, now how many know? Paul said, pray for us. That the word of the Lord may speed ahead, as some translations say. What did it say in, in this one? That the free, cor free course, free course, unobstructed, unrestricted. Are you with me? Let me ask you, Paul, Paul asked that that be prayed for. Did it happen? You're holding it, friends. You're holding it. You're holding it. Do you understand that if the devil had his way, you would never have found Ephesians, you would never have found Romans, you would never have found, come on, you wouldn't have, you, they would have all been lost. The fact that it was preserved, and everybody in the body of Christ with a Bible knows what 1 Corinthians is, and second, that, that is the fulfillment in his of this and it's amazing because all these years later we still have it and it's still living and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword and it's helping us discern between soul and spirit amen it, it, the word we ha we have it and it's bringing life to people today that's supernatural how many know if it can spread in that day 
If it can spread in the day of the Azusa revival or the charismatic renewal, when it just, like a wildfire, spread through the Catholic Church. Come on now, spread through this place and spread through all these different places that you would think God's not even interested in in, in that dead religious group. But he was and it did. How many know if it can happen then? What about now with all of the, with the fact that what we're speaking right now is actually going around the globe in terms of a a live stream? Can it happen today? But we're not, we're not just going to lean on the cameras. We're not just going to lean on the live button on, huh? It takes super along with the natural. It takes God's power because it's not just getting it out there. It's getting it in here. It's getting it in to the people that need it. It's getting it into their hearts. It's getting it into their lives. Amen. I was around, you know, uh, not that old. But I was around for uh, particularly for what we call the the faith revival. And uh, I'm telling you. What I saw just absolutely blew me away. Now, I had already spent a couple years in ministry before really I'd gotten exposed to that. And I was traveling with a, a Christian music group in what we would call the, the mainline denominations. Evangelical, everybody born again, you know what I mean, those who preach the new birth. But, uh, but I mean, so, so I knew because of where I was and, and all that, I knew what the body of Christ more or less was like. And, and, and I mean, we saw great altar calls when I was traveling with, with church to church. I mean, hundreds of people at a time coming to the altar and churches full any night of, any night of the week. Any night of the week you could fill. We, we would go from town to town at least six days a week ministering in churches with this, with this gospel group. And uh, we'd fill it up. Fill up the church. Fill up the altar. And I mean, just, uh, just things were, were going great guns. Now, I thought that was normal because I had just been saved maybe a few years. And, and I just said, hey, the body of Christ is pretty well going after it, you know, as far as I knew. But, but that was nothing compared to what I saw when I got around people of faith. And the, the numbers were, uh, I mean, you'd go to meetings and you'd have to wait for hours to get a seat in the building. Not to get a good seat, to get a seat. To get a seat. There were deals happening under the table for seats, you know what I mean? And, oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. But that's okay. That's a, if you need to pay off somebody to get a seat, uh, listen, uh, the, the crippled man tore the roof off. They tore the roof off. You know, you, you can sometimes go to some expense. But I'm telling you, there was, uh, there was a groundswell of, recept- of response as the message Bible. A groundswell of response. I mean, people were leaving all. And in our day, they were, they were leaving all to move to Broken Arrow, Oklahoma. How did it break? Nobody knows. <laughs> as somebody said, you know, they, they, had, uh, they have a city called Broken Bow, Oklahoma. They have Broken Arrow. And then they have another city called Nowata, Oklahoma. So you got no water, you got a broken arrow, and you got a broken bow. No wonder there was issues, you know what I mean? 
And, and we were all moving to Broken Arrow. And I mean, just in my, in my first year at Bible school, there was 1,100 of us in the first year group. Just 1,100. And we'll see now today, those numbers, that seems big. That was so normal. That was so normal. You didn't even think about building a building that sat, sat less than a couple thousand people. Just didn't even think about it. Well, I understand that there are some things today that are different in terms of uh, the availability of watching things online and, 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 or watching them on television. And listen, that's, that's good. And, and if you're watching from afar and, and you're not supposed to be here, then you can get what you need, you know what I mean, from that. If, you're, if God dealt with you to be here and you're from afar, you won't get what you're supposed to get because there, was, there, there are things that you get in person. But anyhow, I mean, just the machinery that it took just for the ministry I was involved in, which was Kenneth Hagin's ministry. And I mean, you, you have to know how much I despised the name Kenneth Hagin when I first got saved. Because I was in, I told you, I was in mainline denominations. I went to a Christian bookstore and I saw the titles of his little mini books. First of all, being an intellectual college student... <laughs> I mean, I was a jazz major, you know what I mean? Like, but just, still, just being there, you think you're intellectual. You think you're smart. I mean, a jazz performance. What did I know? But, but anyhow, do, you know, just doing that, <laughs> I'm thinking that you can't write anything of value in a little mini book. And then the titles, like, like how to write your own ticket. I'm like, ugh. And I'm like, how could such a reputable bookseller have such trash. I never opened one of them. I never read what was in them. I just, I just believed it was absolute garbage. And I decided, because I was like 20 or 21 by this time. So, you know, you're very mature and know so much. <laughs> College educated. I decided that this man was a blemish on the body of Christ. And I found out that many other people agreed with me. And then, then later on, I was going through a period of, uh, really, of, of almost depression uh, a, year, a couple years later after that, just going through a difficult time, you know. And uh, maybe you never have, but I did. I was young and found out that I didn't know all I thought I knew. You think, when you haven't been through anything, you think you know everything. So uh, no, nothing was ministering to me. You know, all the big commentary books that I thought were, the, were how you know God, you know, those weren't ministering to me. And so I, I had on the Christian radio station, I'm hearing something, and I didn't know who it was, but I mean, it was speaking to me. It was feeding my spirit. Oh, and I'm like, oh, this is the greatest thing I ever heard. And then, and then this voice came on and said, you've been listening to Faith Seminar of the Air with Reverend Kenneth E. Hagan. And I threw, I, remember when we used to have, before your phones would wake you up, you'd have clock radios. How many remember the... I smacked the clock radio, <laughs> swatted it away. I said, I don't care what was said. Well, that, that's a great heart, isn't it? Right there. Uh, I don't care what he said. I don't care how good it was. I won't have it. <laughs> so much. Can you see the spiritual maturity? It was, I was reeking of it, you know. I was just so developed spiritually that... That if I didn't like the container, if I didn't like the container, 
sorry, I don't drink from containers named Hagen, so no, I don't care what's in it. I just didn't like the container. Come on, some folk don't like drinking out of black containers. They just like, or they don't like white containers or whatever it is. Just look straight ahead. Come on, or whatever. I don't like this container. I don't like this. How many like God no matter what cup it's in? I want God. I don't care if an eighth grader is up here. Come on now. I want, if the anointing's on them. (laughs) I want God. Bring it to me, however. And so I had to get to the point where I was just flat out desperate. And my wife slipped in on me. Because she didn't know we had just gotten married. And I, I fell ill with chicken pox at 24 years old. And that can be actually a real serious thing. And I guess it was for me. So I had to come off the road. And we're sitting in the Days Inn in Mobile, Alabama on Airport Boulevard. Oh, my Lord, I think they tore it down. But uh, <laughs> that's, where, that's where I got left. And I said, uh, I, I, I couldn't read because being so sick. And I, I said, you got to get me something to listen to. We put cassettes in our Walkman, you know, back then. I said, you got to go get me something to listen to. And I said, down where the ministry, off, uh, the ministry we traveled with, I said, down where their offices are, they have a bookstore. And I know they have cassettes. Well, we rented, uh, the ministry we were with rented office space from a church. And uh, we didn't know it was a Rhema church. We didn't know that. So she comes back with uh, a series called Answered Prayer by Kenneth E. Hagen. And I saw it. And I said, I said, I guess I should have been more specific, n- new wife, because I haven't... I, ha- I, hadn't, I hadn't yet filled her in on what's appropriate and, and what is inappropriate. And I said, this is, no, we don't listen to, we don't listen to him because he, we don't listen to him. And she said, she said, well, nothing else you've done has worked. So I thought... Sweet, no, no, sweetly, she sweetly said, no, maybe this is worth listening to because nothing else we've done has helped because we're sick and don't have any money and we're stuck in the days in on Airport Boulevard, Mobile, Alabama. So I listened to it and finally got me out of the way. And when I heard it, now, I don't mean, I heard it that day on the radio, but I mean heard it. I mean, I mean the right kind, I mean the kind of hearing by which faith can come. When I heard it, I said, oh my goodness. And I remember saying to myself, if this is true, everything's changing. Well, everything changed because it was true. But you know what I found out? I wasn't the only one that was happening to. All around the planet. All around the planet. People at the same time were finding books and, and, and finding the radio broadcast. But it wasn't, just the, it wasn't just the words on the page and it wasn't just the voice over the airwaves. It was the anointing that was like a magnet drawing people. It was, there was a drawing and I'm telling you, it, it got me and, and I, I tried to resist it pretty good. 
you didn't know anybody that, that disliked him more than I disliked him having never heard him, seen him, met him, or otherwise had any clue who he was. Just decide, now how come, how come that is? How come that is? How many know I had help? Somebody helped me form that opinion. Somebody who uses suggestions and plants. Hello? So there was, there, there was a spread going on on the other direction too, wasn't there? There was, there was somebody trying to hinder and trying to, come on. You know, those spirits are still around today. They're called religious spirits. And they're the nastiest variety of devil. Hmm? I won't even go there, but I kind of did. But anyhow... Point being, what was happening to me was happening to people all over the place. Now, Brother Hagen wasn't the only minister out there ministering this message. He was kind of the point man. Um, but I'm telling you, this was happening with several ministers and ministries coming up at that time. Why? This was, this was a, a move of God. I said, this was a move of God. And the spread that was going on was unreal. The numbers of people. When I, I worked for Brother Hagen for seven years, uh, so I worked there, there at what we called the Rama campus. Y'all, when I was there, the Rama was the largest charismatic ministry on the planet. It was the biggest one there was in the world at that time. We didn't even know it. We found out one day, uh, I was walking with Craig Hagen. He said, I just saw these numbers. Do you know they, they say we're the biggest ministry? Whatever. But anyhow... The, the machinery that it took because of one person. Really, when you trace it down, it took a lot of people helping. took a lot of other obedience, his kids and things like that. But I mean, you could trace it back to one person who believed the word of God. Got, a, got up off the deathbed. And the machinery it took just to propel that ministry. I mean, we, we had hundreds of employees, hundreds, everybody say hundreds, 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 and, and, and then thousands probably of volunteers. Well, one of the things they had there at the ministry was, I don't know how many prayer groups. I, I'm talking about maybe 40, 50 different groups that would meet to help fuel the spread. And they weren't front and center all the time. And you didn't know about it all the time. Matter of fact, so much of it happened, so, so much of these things happened behind the scenes that really if you're out looking for, for, you know, to be seen and if you're looking for the glory, then the prayer, you know, prayer is not for you so much. Well, you need it, but uh, you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> but if you're okay uh, with nobody knowing who you are, I want to tell you that none of that could have happened. And I mean, just the expansion I saw during the years I was there was unbelievable. And you'd think that somebody in their 80s by that time would be past their prime. But you know, that wasn't the case. Huh? That wasn't the case. You know, uh, we, we see uh, out at the, at the Holy Ghost meetings in California every year, Brother Kenneth Copeland comes. And he's in his mid-80s now. And you would think 
he ought to be done. Right? Because how many know most people are, are uh, at that age? Well, you know, Brother Hagen in his 80s went to the doctor and, and he said, you know, most people your age are dead. <laughs> the doctor told him that. <laughs> so most people your age are dead. So, <laughs> and then the doctor said, you know, I'd give anything if my heart worked half as good as yours. <laughs> he had trouble dying. His heart worked so good. Yeah. Brother Hagen did. <laughs> Amen. But, but anyhow, I was making a point there. Oh, the point was you'd think, you would think, because most people are at, at the very best in a rocker, you know, at that age, you would think that their prime was over. But, you know, you look at somebody like Brother Kenneth Copeland, and uh, I, he's not the one that God's joined me to primarily, you know, in my, in my life, but I've just watched his ministry. It just continues to expand. Continues. Continues. You know, uh, certain scientists say the universe continues to expand. God said, let there be, and he never said, let there stop being. <laughs> and I, I don't know if that's true or not, but I'm telling you, scientists believe that, that it's still expanding, spreading, spreading. Yeah. spreading. So the word of the Lord, uh, uh, prayer rather, can help fuel the spread of the word. Yes. Pray that the word yes. have free course. Yes. Spread rapidly. Yes. Go viral. Just take off and roam about the country yes. and other countries yes. and other countries. Yes. Now, how many know, friends, if we were going to get this done using natural methods, we would have got this done by now. Yes. If things were going to spread. But how many sense, like, like I'm sensing, uh, that it's time for Really, what we said by the Spirit at the beginning of the service. It's time for explosions and expansions supernaturally. Well, those need to be fueled by prayer. Maybe I'll give you one more verse. I spent a lot of time sitting on this one, haven't I? <laughs> but it's a good one. It's a good one. Pray for us. Finally, brethren, pray for us that the word of the Lord may boom. No, I can't go on yet. Because uh, in 1980, in 1980, you know, what, you know what happened in 1980, don't you? The empire struck back. The, the, the empire struck back in 19, you remember that? The, need a witness. The Empire Strikes Back, and uh, what happened in The Empire Strikes Back, you'll recall, is that Han Solo, Luke Skywalker, Obi-Wan, C-3PO, you know, the, 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 the cast, Chewie, Chewie. God bless Chewie. <laughs> they had to up and hightail it out of where they were. Because they're about to be pursued. And so they got in the Millennium Falcon. Well, y'all laughing at me like I'm telling tales. This is, this is, this is history. It's a history. <clears throat> they got in the Falcon. And Captain Solo said, yeah, I mean, how many know what he said? Do you know what he said when they got in the Falcon? 
and they're trying to get away from this. They said, hang on while we make the jump to light speed. Now, truth be told, if you were only traveling at the speed of light, it would have taken him years. But you don't have that long in a movie. So it wasn't really light speed. That's just the term they used. And it wasn't really even uh, accurate. Hello. But there's another term they use called hyper hyperspace hyperspace and what that is is you get to jump dimensions and Luke who was really really annoying if you go back today and watch those he was like really annoying and he came up and he said to this is important now don't miss this you better have your notebooks out he said he said hurry up Han make the jump to light speed And he turned around and he said, listen, kid, if I don't put the proper coordinates in there, we're going to hit stars. We're going to hit all kinds of things. You have to have the coordinates to make the jump. So he said, just go back there and sit down and stop bothering me. And so finally he said, okay, Chewie, punch it. Mm." And you know what happens when you go to light speed? You know what happens? You see the stars, and what do they do? They get the stars get really long, and then boom, you're there. You're there. Well, how many know there's coordinates that we need? There's some things that need to jump, jump, need to make the jump to light speed, huh? I see. I'm not connecting with some of you today. I'm not sure why. Are you Trek? Are you Star Trek? Because uh, we could talk about impulse power and warp speed if you'd rather talk about impulse power. Yeah, okay. <laughs> but you, they, you have to have the right coordinates. In other words, there's things that, that need to happen so you don't crash the ship. And aren't you glad that there's a realm that we can operate in where coordinates can be entered, those mysterious things that you're going to hit and you don't even know how they got there, can be avoided. And you don't know how you got there, but you were cooperating with the coordinates in this unseen realm and you, you get there. And it looks to other people like things just happen for you overnight. Somebody said to Brother Kenneth Copeland one time, said, you know, your ministry just exploded overnight. He says, the longest night I've ever known. (laughs) Longest night I've ever seen. (laughs) People think, you know, Brother Hagin had this great, large, huge ministry. He did, but for decades, everybody say decades, decades, decades. He was preaching to small crowds and small churches and nobody knew him for decades, for decades, for decades. You might say, well, when can we make the jump? Well, if you're wondering about your ministry and your life and when you're going to make the jump, it's when you don't care. It's when you're happy uh, to preach to the little crowds in the little church or not preach or just be the the toilet cleaner huh when you're happy doing that and just cooperating with God and taking your place 
and operating in the supernatural. And next thing you know, you made the jump. (laughs) Anything you want to, come on, come on, stop me. Stop me before glory, I can't stop. Glory, glory, Well, I'm reminded of Brother Hagen when he, he would spend, in those years, those decades, he would yeah. spend hours praying in other tongues. And there was a time when he, w- he was in one of those seasons and spending time in prayer. And he started, while he was praying, he started making these motions with his with his hands. He said he went, made a circle. He went halfway around the circle. He went backgrounds. And he kept, and he was th- thinking to himself while he's praying, what in the world am I doing? What am I doing? But then he started to interpret his prayers, right? And he was praying out his ministry. And he was helping things to speed ahead. He started, the, the, the Lord started dealing with him. You're fishing out of your own bathtub. You've, you've been going in the same circles over and over and over again. Glory to God. Are we boring you? I hope not. Praise the Lord. We're awake, right? He said, stop fishing out of your own bathtub. And then those circles each represented a different phase of his ministry. There was the radio. There were books. There was, there was a, a way to conduct his crusades that he, he got out of the churches and started going into um, neutral places, the Lord told him. Uh, so he'd, he'd get a hotel ballroom or something like that where he could invite all different denominations and face and, 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 and not compete uh, with certain places. So uh, God dealt with him how to do all that in a time of prayer. And those things played out. He said, each time it came time to break into one of those circles, he said, it worked almost like magic. Why? Because of the prayer that was put behind. And so when he stepped into the next phase or the next thing, there was power available and everything just would speed ahead. Speed ahead. Speed ahead. Glory to God. Speed ahead. We want the whole body of Christ. We want everybody to be able to speed ahead. (laughs) To see and to know what the word of God says. Glory to God and receive it on the inside until they know that they know that they know and they're beaming the light of God and affecting the earth. Praise the Lord. Glory to God. <laughs> Beaming. You know, just uh, she's talking about Brother Hagen's books. Just his books. When I was with him in the 90s, they had over 60 million copies in print. Say 60 million, if you will. Now, that was then. Now it's probably like 100 million. You know, that's like 100 million more than I have. <laughs> But we, we still have a jump. We're we, we still making the jump. The word of the Lord speeding ahead. So can we cooperate with God in prayer? And, and even, even uh, there's some coordinates that you're not going to know what those coordinates are to, to, to make that jump to light speed. 
But there's some coordinates, and the, and the Lord does know. Yes. And it, there's a way that he's given us to pray along those lines, to where even if we don't know mentally what to pray, we can still effectively cooperate with him in prayer. And that is praying in other tongues. Amen. And every believer can do that. Every believer can receive the infilling of the Holy Spirit and speak in other tongues and develop your prayer life along those lines, as well as uh, knowing how to pray in your known language. So you want to do some of that today? Can we do it all together? Uh, stand up with us to start with. And then what we're going to do, we're going to start out praying in our known language, English. That's the only one I know. Still learning. And then we're going to, all, all of us, yield to God, yield to the Spirit. You might say, well, how long we're going to do that? Just until the, just until the anointing's lifts for us to do that and do something different but uh, we're going to start out we're going to do that all together and we're going to invite you all of us to lift up our voice together in one accord like they did in the bible amen and don't you know god's going to meet us and god's we couldn't do it without him could we he's going to help us and and we're going to we're going to make progress today Pray this after me. Let your heart agree with it. Father God, Father God we see from your word, we see from your word that, it's that it's necessary for the word of the Lord, the of the Lord to have free course, have free course to, speed ahead and be to speed ahead and be honored. And to that end, to that end we, pray we pray today, thanking you, thanking you that your word, that your word every, part your word, every part of your word, your message for today, as well as signs and wonders following, as well as signs and wonders following. would speed forth, would speed forth. Spread, rapidly. spread rapidly, go viral, go viral. Spread, to places spread to places where a preacher may have never been. We thank you, Lord, for all the different ways that the Word is broadcast today. May these different avenues, by your anointing, Find their, way find their way into the hearts of those, hearts of those that, might that might seem the most unlikely, the most unlovely, the most, unlovely, the most, unreachable. The most unreachable. Reach them. Reach them. We, thank you for the we thank you for the spread. We endeavor to cooperate with you, cooperate with you to, fuel to fuel the spread. We understand, we understand that prayer propels and so we yield ourselves now to the spirit to pray that which is unknown Este rebrani colide, este braconuste tarapus passe, crocoza gilatasse, gilidaste coze de crocosta sedara monsen in an inch, barano crocoste set se catu do crocoste stali, stali dipre, stolamanga nisse, stolatanche de decola tastocoda, ochina, ombragat, e bragat, en cracosto succo cracara. Ancelatu, Ancelatigarus to go, Damastigot, Rabas, Pirens to go, Gigano, Gigano nona, 
Tira pastu koko krokos te se leto oje. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We run, we run them hotse. Ha ha ha. We run the molaman. We run the rekata. We run the resese. We run the we run 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 the repasti katsalaka tu stegana. Ingradi ingradi ha ingradi auto ingradi auto loko rans tikana ingregaste sensugona matlo. Chela ne chela de suko chada da kroko de bela suko to tapali de sidiko. Pakarai, Mancilady, Pakarai, Mancorosti, 
Pakarai Pekalina no Korosek. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. What, what about Mama Kode? What about my priest? What about that change? Huh? What about that change? Let the Lord author it. Let the Lord direct it. Ah, Chika. Yeah. The let the Lord author it. Let the Lord direct it.
this is not just uh, something we do at the end of a prayer service for 10 minutes and then let our mind wander. Yeah. Yeah. This is so important. It is so important to the moving of the Spirit, to the Word moving forward. It is so important, and He needs us all engaged, locked in. Yes. So if th things seem fuzzy to you, don't worry. You've got some technicians to help, to help direct and help you to see. And when, when you hear someone say something in English and, you, and that bears witness with you, you're like, ah, oh, that's where we're at. That's what we're praying about. Yeah, and learn this flow. Yeah. So that when you're on your own, you can lock in. And you and the Holy Spirit can go places and take care of things in the Spirit. Hallelujah. Amen. Glory. Amen. How many have enjoyed the presence of God here this morning? Praise, praise. There'll probably be times where we spend more time praying. You might say, why didn't we do that today? I just sensed we were done for now. And uh, there's other things uh, to do today, you know. Right. But praise God. Hallelujah. We'll get done what he wants and nothing more, nothing less. Right. Praise Amen. the Lord. Why don't, why don't you be seated here today? Hey, you, let me testify about something while you're sitting down. Last night, Pastor Nancy had ministered. And then at the end of her ministry, she, the very first thing that she uh, had called out by the Spirit, she said, the power of God's going down somebody's neck into your back. And uh, for about two days, I had had pretty severe pain in my upper back for no reason I could think of. And uh, woke up this morning and every bit of it is gone. Every bit of it is gone. And so that's me getting a card and filling it out. That's, you're welcome. Pastor Morgan or Pastor Nancy, whoever, we turn it, are we turning it over to anybody? Or? Okay, good. Well, listen, we, uh, please be here tonight endeavor not to miss one of these services um, and bring your friends especially in the morning here because we have some seats all right we'll see you tonight seven o'clock you're dismissed we trust you've enjoyed this message visit us at defrainministries.org to learn of our upcoming meetings share your testimony become a partner or visit our online store this program has been made possible by the friends and partners of defrain ministries